When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another exciting episode of Forever News! In today's episode, we got a few stories to talk about. For starters, we got a small update on Rohan, or it's not even really an update, but basically the spinoff of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. A few episodes ago, we talked about there being a live action announced. Well, we got a little bit more news on what Netflix is doing uh, regarding Rohan from the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure franchise, so we will get into that. We also got a big major update on the creator of the Seven Deadly Sins and what his next move is. And to be honest with you, it's making me wonder if we'll ever see him involved in the Seven Deadly Sins again. But again, we'll get into this story as well. We got a major, huge story, probably the headliner of this episode, regarding the future of the anime industry based on this purchase that might go down. That if this happens, I'm wondering and I'm honestly worried about the future of the anime and manga industry in particular really though the anime industry it'll be better when i get into the details so you'll understand what's going on but sony is looking to make a monopoly of anime and that's a, a very very scary thought we got three record-breaking news pieces for demon slayer y'all know the drill demon slayer killing it so we will be getting into all this demon slayer news that we got for you today uh, a small update on a new anime coming but it's from a very notable studio that everybody's going crazy about mappa we're going to talk about this one and a, a small update on the manga sales for the latest volumes of shonen jump manga so without further ado people let's jump into another episode of forever news the only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related and we don't bore you we get into the shits people let's do it Haunted by the ghosts of her dead mother and father's secretive past, Autumn Walters grew up writing rhymes under the strict and stifling care of her grandmother. On the day she finishes high school, she sets out on the road with her best friend Sunny and starts playing shows as a rapper. However, Autumn quickly realizes why her grandmother had sheltered her for so long when a secret organization meets her at every turn, following her across America with the goal of ending more than just her rap career. Okay people, so in case you missed it, we just dropped the first official trailer for my upcoming manga, my debut manga the evolution of autumn walters and a lot of people are saying yo uh do we got like a little bit of a synopsis a little you know what i'm saying aside from the trailer that we dropped uh i got that for you hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price priceline Okay, people, so let's start off with all of the Demon Slayer news. I figured, yeah, we, we got a decent amount of different stories on it, so let's report on it. There's another record, yet again, for Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba, where the series' 22 volumes monopolize the top 
22 positions and the Oricon weekly manga chart for the period of October 19th through October 25th. The series, as of October 25th, 2020, has a lifetime sales exceeding 90 million copies, which is false because they recently said 100 million. I think that's only including the manga, but the over 100 million also includes light novels and extra materials and stuff like that. But still, that is freaking insane. And that means that the movie is very heavily responsible, mostly responsible for what's happening right now, where the top 22 spots are all demon slayer volumes like what the hell is going on yo this is unheard of anyway like even one piece in its heyday never did anything close to what demon slayer is doing right now i don't want to say anything close but it didn't do what demon slayer is doing in its heyday 2011 37 million sales like demon slayer in one year with you know just this movie that just came out like this is going to be astronomical this movie is going to spill in for the sales of next year starting next year demon slayer is probably going to be again on top and this shit ended this year so that's going to be interesting to see so 22 top spots taken by Demon Slayer. We also got another piece of news on the series. A new event for Kimetsu no Yaiba titled Kimetsu Fest Anime Second Anniversary Festival will be held from February 13th to February 14th next year. I am almost certain that that's where we're going to get the official announcement that Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba Season 2 is in production. They finally got the film out the way with the Mugen Train. Now they're just allowing, I'm sure, the marketing and all the localizations to happen for the film, but I'm imagining that yeah, that's probably going to be where we get the big announcement. Season 2, which I wonder how long that's going to be. Like, if they announce it in February, I'm really hoping by end of 2021 we get that Season 2. It feels like it's so far away. I wish we would have got Season 2 now instead of, like, partially, because Mugen train i'm still really really excited about it but you know ideally you want that next big season where you could just binge the living shit out of it and then also kimetsu no yaiba mugen train film has surpassed 10 million admissions since it was released on october 16th which that's basically you know 10 million ticket sales went through for the film i i could i wouldn't be surprised if to be honest with you there was a lot of scalpers people buying tickets just to get that volume because people that bought the i want to say it was like the first two or four million i think it was four million people that bought the tickets to see the film would get the rengoku volume so probably quite a few people would get like you know 20 30 tickets so that they could go off and sell those volumes for like quadruple and uh, and all that shit of the price but yeah that's still 10 million admissions demon slayer oh my gosh i'm so excited to see where this lands as, as it finishes its run especially worldwide like again I wouldn't be surprised if the, you know, most popular anime film of all time, Your Name, gets surpassed by Demon Slayer. It is like unheard of that's all i could keep saying unheard of unheard of but it is now moving on from all this crazy demon slayer news we got some news on the creator of the seven deadly sins now this news to be honest with you makes me wonder what his relationship is going to be like moving forward with his previous publishing company kodansha and all of that jazz let's read so you guys can understand what i'm talking about seven deadly sins nakaba suzuki draws one shot for manga one app a new one shot by the seven deadly sins manga creator nakaba suzuki will launch within Shogakugan's Manga One app at midnight, 11 a.m. on Friday, which was, I, I want to say, yesterday. The new one-shot is titled About That Transfer Student X, Sono Tenkosei X Nitsuki, and takes place in the year 20XX when the institution of the classroom has broken down. A teacher named Mishuku is struggling to teach his class. One day, a mysterious and beautiful young woman named Kiruko Otonashi transfers into the class. 
The manga is Suzuki's first completely new work in 10 years because yeah, he was wrapped up in the 7 Deadly Sins for quite some time. It says Suzuki launched the 7 Deadly Sins manga in 2012 in Kodansha's Weekly Shonen Magazine and ended the series in Kodansha's Weekly Shonen Magazine on March 25th of 2020. The big thing about this here is this one shot that he's publishing is in Shogakugan, which hugely, in my opinion, hints that Nakaba is done with his relationship with Kodansha and Weekly Shonen Magazine. If he is moving on, because that is nine times out of ten what happens when a creator goes to a different publisher, that means that either their relationship went south or whatever it is behind the scenes that we don't really get to hear about. But basically, we're probably not going to see Nakaba publish anything further in Weekly Shonen Magazine. Maybe I'm off on this because I did hear that there was like a spinoff that was in the works and he was already working on his next uh, series. But, you know, things change all the time. I remember when Masashi Kishimoto very first like in 2015 announced that he was working on his next series which uh, at the time was samurai 8 he was talking about publishing it and like shonen jump plus like oh man you know being able to release stuff quarterly would be great and all that stuff and we ended up getting you know samurai 8 coming out weekly and shit like that so things change over time maybe nakaba is no longer with weekly shonen magazine and um him being with shogakugan like there's there's a good and a, and a bad to it the bad thing is shogakugan of the three publishing companies shueisha which shueisha house is like all of the jump type titles kodansha which they have like attack on titan and like fairy tale and eden zero and seven deadly sins and then shogakugan that had like magi and like a little bit lower tier and shogakugan is easily the smallest of the three publishing companies like their biggest series and their main flagship title i want to say is case closed but he'll be a big fish over in that pond assuming that again he's going to stick over there and whatever next work he's creating is going to be like you know their flagship title that they're going to rock with or whatever so i'm interested to see where this goes but it is kind of shocking to see that potentially the creator of seven deadly sins has moved on from kodansha and is working with shogakugan remember they're all competitors and i know that they don't really care for their authors that they've you know had long-standing relationships to like move over but you never know maybe it's just like a one shot that he's working on for their app and he'll return and he's doing something else i guess time will tell but yeah um shogakugan nakaba new one shot see what it's like i mean from the art i'm not even gonna lie it looks like what is it Monspiet I, I forgot how to pronounce the uh, the name and Derriere like that that's straight up what it, what the character designs look like 100% but yeah I don't know let me know what you guys think you think that Nakaba is done with weekly shonen magazine and we're gonna see him in Shogakugan like shonen sunday okay next up the biggest story the the, the highlight probably of this episode apparently Crunchyroll is more so than just in talks it's almost finalized uh, of a deal of sony buying out crunchyroll for nearly one billion dollars i believe it was estimated at like 957 million dollars for crunchyroll and that's going to be very very impactful for all of us let's read sony nears acquisition of u.s anime streaming service crunchyroll tokyo sony has entered into final negotiations to acquire u.s anime streaming service crunchyroll nikkei learned on friday a deal that could catapult the japanese icon into a global battle with the likes of netflix sony could end up spending more than 100 billion yen which is 957 million dollars on the u.s streamer gaining its 70 million Million members around the world. Sony has its own popular anime titles like 
which this article, wow, Demon Slayer and Kimetsu no Yaiba, that's the same series, but okay. <laughs> but has been licensing it to streaming services, Sony's Aniplex, the studio behind Kimetsu no Yaiba, has a variety of content, including movies and music, that is mainly distributed by overseas companies. If the acquisition is realized, global competition for content among companies like Netflix and Hulu, Crunchyroll was founded in 2006 and its headquarters in uh, San Francisco, California. In 2018, AT&T, the U.S. telecommunications giant, became its parent company. Sony recently obtained the exclusive rights to negotiate for Crunchyroll. After acquiring Funimation, an anime distributor, in 2017, Sony gained 1 million paying subscribers, mainly in the U.S., but came up against obstacles expanding its customer base. Crunchyroll has 70 million free members and 3 million paying subscribers in more than 200 countries and regions, including the U.S. and Europe. Crunchyroll would also give Sony more than 1,000 titles that it can use to vary its offerings. Sony's total operating income from games, music, and movies is forecast to reach $4.79 billion for the fiscal year ending March, accounting for 60% of the group total. The company, once known for Trinitron TVs and Walkman personnel stereos, has grown into an entertainment colossus that plans to strengthen this side of its business by building on Crunchyroll's membership base. And here's the thing. This could essentially, if Sony already got their hands on Funimation and they got Aniplex under their belt, getting Crunchyroll that right there is going to be one of the biggest monopolies. Like, Crunchyroll is, aside from, like, if you exclude Netflix from being in the ring and shit like that, Crunchyroll is the biggest anime distributor um, in North America. And if they have that and Funimation, they could, if they want, like, you know, starting next year, Crunchyroll all of a sudden could be going for $15.99 if you want a subscription. Netflix, I think, is just hiking up their prices to now, like, $14 or $15. So, this right here is not going to be great. They, they could do whatever they want once Sony has Crunchyroll. I'm very worried, to be honest with you, regarding this acquisition for a billion dollars, which that honestly sounds a little bit lowball. Like, a billion dollars for all these thousand titles they have a lot on Crunchyroll I'm, I'm telling you a lot all of Naruto all of One Piece all of Bleach all of Fairy Tale. like they got everything damn near on Crunchyroll Monopoly this could be a bad bad thing we gotta wait and see how it plays out but I don't know I really don't like it. If they wanted to, they could essentially make Crunchyroll and Funimation and merge it into one app, the, the Crunchymation app, and, and put it exclusive to Sony PS5. I mean, me as a soon-to-be PS5 owner, I'll be fine with it, but that will destroy the market and everything. It's just, it's just bad business. Okay, so next up, we got a story regarding the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure spinoff uh, surrounding the character from, I want to say it was Diamond Unbreakable, Rohan. Now, you guys heard recently that a live-action series is in development. It's going to be like a mini-series of like three to four episodes uh, surrounding the character. Well, uh, a while ago, there was actually some exclusive, like you had to buy all the parts of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and do all sorts of shit to get your hands on these OVAs, and seemingly Netflix probably probably in anticipation to promote this new upcoming Rohan live action, are going to be releasing these OVAs on the platform. Let's read. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure thus spoke Kishibe Rohan anime spinoff to stream globally on Netflix next spring. Netflix announced on Tuesday that it will stream the anime of Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan, Hirohiko Araki's spinoff manga for his JoJo's Bizarre Adventure manga globally next spring. Netflix will stream the four episodes that David Production 
animated with Takahiro Sakurai as the title character. The anime studio David Production adapted two Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan stories as original anime DVDs with director Toshiyuki Kato and character designer Shunichi Ishimoto. They were available for people who purchased all 13 DVD or Blu-ray discs of the Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Diamond is Unbreakable anime in 2017. So basically these are, I want to say, previously released OVAs that were very, very rare and hard to find. They are going to be now slapped on and you're going to be able to get your hands on them on Netflix, which that's pretty, pretty dope. I think that's great tie-in promo in order to get people excited. Like, oh, watch the anime version, live action. Like, I'm curious to see what this live action is looking like. I, I hope they start really bringing, and I'm wondering what's that going to do for the Jojo Bizarre Adventure franchise moving forward. Like, is Netflix going to have Jojo's? Like, That'd be crazy. Then also quickly, I wanted to bring a little bit of awareness to uh, this. It says, Lee Sean Thomas, Mappa's Yasuke anime reveals spring 2021 debut. And uh, the character designs, it says, Netflix revealed character designs in the spring 2021 debut for Lee Sean Thomas and Mappa's Yasuke anime on Monday. They describe it as, in a war-torn feudal Japan filled with mechs and magic, the greatest ronin ever known, Yasuke, struggles to maintain a peaceful existence after a past life of violence but when a local village becomes the center of social upheaval between warring daimyo yasuke must take up his sword and transport a mysterious child who is the target of dark forces and bloodthirsty warlords the story of yasuke the first african samurai who actually served the legendary oda nobunaga will be released to the world uh it's based on a historical figure yasuke a samurai of african origin who served on the nobunaga in the 16th century really really dope stuff i'm very very excited about that and i just want to bring a little attention to it because it is by mappa and if you're watching jujutsu kaisen right now you know what's going on with mappa like yeah great shit and then just a quick update on some sales it says final week for october volumes is here kimetsu no yaiba neverland and jujutsu keep making insane numbers while the whole rest falls from the top 50 uh it's time for our final two estimations and also it just shows black clover did 14.6 thousand copies with 173 thousand total for the latest volume which is not great burn the witches at over 200 thousand total on its latest volume but i still gotta say hey at least uh black clover is doing over double we never learned considering we never learned was nipping at the heels so there's some good stuff there but the fact that black clover is last two weeks didn't even rank is very bad but it's good news for jujutsu kaisen because jujutsu Kaizen is blowing the hell up. It did 50,000 last week. It did 41,000. Barely a, a drop this week. That is bananas. It is already 340,000. It's only a short amount behind Promise Neverland. And that's Promise Neverland's final volume. Like the big shebanga. And then of course Demon Slayer is like. Yo it did more in the latest week than it did last week. Because of the movie and shit. Like just freaking insane. But I'm curious what you guys think about all these stories that we had for today's episode. How do you feel about Sony potentially buying Crunchyroll? Do you think that means doom and gloom and a Monopoly for anime in the West. I feel as though the more corporate shit gets, the closer we're going to get to where like a major collapse happens. Like it's getting so corporate. A lot of the soul of anime and manga, like we're not even having conventions too, which used to make people feel like you know connected and shit like that. Like I feel like they're slowly but surely making anime and manga, uh, especially anime, so corporate that eventually like it's not gonna have the same spirit and soul. And also, if you create a monopoly, that's like horrible it's horrible they could hike the prices they'll have say so you know the last word on subtitles and shit like that not not good your thoughts on all the demon slayer news again crushing rankings and all sorts of shit records like 
Yeah, Record Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, craziness there. Uh, your thoughts on the Yasuke anime and the Rohan OVAs headed to Netflix. I'm excited about that Yasuke anime. MAPPA has been shown to be doing great things, and this sounds like it's going to be really, really hype. I don't know about it being the first African samurai, though, in anime history at the very least. Like, I think they were referring to it being, like, oh, historical or whatnot, but, like, hey, Afro samurai, just saying. And your thoughts on Nakaba Suzuki moving over to Shogakugan at the very least for this one shot. You think that'll be the end of his involvement with the Seven Deadly Sins? He's moving forward from Kodansha. And your thoughts on any of the stories that we talked about in today's episode but that's all i have for this one thanks for watching hope you enjoyed if you liked anything i had to say or enjoyed the video drop me a like i'd greatly appreciate it and if you want more from me make sure to subscribe follow me on twitter instagram hit that bell to get all notifications and if you want to follow any of my other social media links are in the description below i'm from the world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life boy. have an awesome day Peace in, and you guys just watched another episode of Forever News! Have an awesome day. It's nights like this, and times like this, What's that? that I can give another hit. But I've got this inside a switch, a natural